Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show. By now, you've uh, probably seen the uh, pretty graphic images of that Boeing 777 that caught on fire in Las Vegas. It was a British Airways flight. Yeah. Something, uh, there's an investigation into what's going on, but apparently they were rolling down the runway there at the airport in Vegas, and the left engine popped and caught on fire and flames everywhere. People had to evacuate the aircraft, obviously, and they deployed those giant slides uh, and now there's some interesting information that's come out about the people that followed the rules and did not follow the rules. Do you guys do a quiz for you, Chelsea Wilcox? Uh, do you know the rules when a flight attendant or the crew says, we're evacuating? What, uh, what you you're evacuate. supposed to do? You evacuate? Yes. Single file line? I don't know. Yeah, no pushing, you know, get out of the plane. Mm-hmm. What, about, what about grabbing your stuff? What do you mean grabbing my stuff? Uh, you travel with your computer, don't you? Uh, sometimes. Chelsea, you travel with a purse? Yes. Supposed to grab those? No! You're supposed to get off the burning aircraft! Go! Do not grab your stuff. Go! And some people did. Some people followed the instructions. Leave everything behind. Get off the plane. And some people didn't. Like, you know, I travel with my computer. I keep the bag under the seat in front of me. I would have grabbed it and gone because, I don't know, it's just sort of second nature. I'm not going to leave it behind. Well, it's right there, too. I mean, if it's that easy to grab, you think, well, if this thing is going to burn up, I'd rather not lose that, right? Yes. I mean, yes. it's an expensive piece of gear. It may have things that you can't replace in it, photos, documents, that sort of thing. Those people were punished, by the way, who were seen going down the slides with some luggage. They were punished. Basically, they were not allowed access to their stuff that was left behind, maybe checked luggage or anything else that was left behind, for over 24 hours. Basically stranded in Vegas. Just the people who didn't follow the instructions properly. Right. So they truly were being punished? Hey, they, you didn't follow instructions. Everybody else gets their bags that they didn't pick, but you don't get to get yours? British Airways is sort of like, well, you know, not they're not calling it a punishment. They're just saying they were trying to handle it as effectively as possible. And uh, they couldn't, uh, sometimes couldn't access different parts of the plane due to the investigation of why the, uh, there's a, a system that's supposed to put out fires in an engine, uh, why that didn't go so we couldn't access that part of the plane. Wink. But I, the point is, if there's an emergency situation, you're supposed to just go. Because to you, you think, oh, it's not a big deal. My my computer bag's here. But then it turns into, oh, okay, well, let me like put the computer in the computer bag. And in an emergency, seconds matter. And there are like four people behind you. You can imagine the bottleneck of everybody trying to do that and grab their stuff. And blah, blah, blah. and then what if you're going down the slide? 
your giant bag like knocks out grandma who's next to you because it's not a one at a time slide. How do you know? It's everybody go. Why why is my bag? I can imagine one person sees you do that and they're like, well, let me just grab my rolling bag like out of the overhead compartment. I mean, it does. It compounds itself to make a dangerous situation even more dangerous. Well, and you've seen people try to unload that stuff when it's not a uh, stressful situation. Right. They can't do it. Right? How many people can't get their bags out of that compartment? It's like it's a Rubik's Cube yes, or something. It is. <laughs> it is. And I can see, you know, I've, I've seen some of the pictures. There are two slides. One much closer to the fire than the other one. Yes. So that may have been where most of the people just got the hell out of there. The other people thought, well, you know, I probably have time before I burn. But you're not thinking about, like, the 87 people behind you. People can't exit a plane in a normal way when it's not burning. Honestly, I- I've never been in that situation before. I've never been in that situation on an airplane, no. Uh, we, I had to evacuate my house uh, when we lived in San Diego because of a fire that was theoretically coming to burn up our neighborhood. So the, the sheriffs came by and said, you need to evacuate? Right. How long did you have? Uh, you know, you, they don't time luggage? you. Well, no, you do grab stuff. Obviously, it's not a situation like that where they go, just get out, don't take anything. It mm-hmm. was, uh, we need to get you out of here in the next hour or two, and so then you're forced to figure out out of your entire house what you're going to keep and what you're willing to not keep. That's a tough call. Have you ever had to do that for any situation? I mean, by the way, it ended up not hitting our house, so thankfully, everything was still there when we got back, but you don't know that. You think, well, whatever I can fit in my car right now in the next hour is all that I'm going to have when I come back here, whenever that is. Uh, Thanks to James, who sent me something. Uh, He said the seven Ps, make sure you've got your people, your paper, any prescriptions, the pictures you want to keep, your PC, your pets, and a pistol. It's like... He's, James says that uh, my dad told me that when I was a kid, that if there was ever a fire or an emergency, those are the things that I should think about. Those are the only things that are important. Those are the things that cannot be replaced. Uh, 844-4WW-SHOW. Looks like Jennifer's got something for us. Jennifer, good morning. You're on with Woody Wilcox. Good morning. Hi. So um, I was actually living in Memphis at the time, but my parents were living in Louisiana, and they had to evacuate for Hurricane Katrina. So my mom was in the car getting all of her stuff packed up, you know, all the important documents, the picture albums, all that kind of stuff. My dad comes out to the car, and he has two things in his hand. He's got his tuxedo and a cooler of shrimp. <laughs> was, uh, he, was he on his way to marry the shrimp? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> a tuxedo and a cooler of shrimp. Yeah, those are his two most important things in his life, apparently. <laughs> That's fantastic. Tell me your your mom divorced him at that point. I mean, she's got all the important stuff, and he's got shrimp. <laughs> he was not allowed to bring anything else or do any of the other packing for the rest of the time. <laughs> by the way, don't poo-poo shrimp. One of the finest <laughs> foods on this planet, by I the will, way. after eating them. <laughs> the following program is for entertainment purposes only. Really? That's amazing. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. They simply couldn't imagine being without each other with Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! 
The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is insanity. The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. Anybody else have an injury that they don't know how they got? Oh, hi, it's Monday. Welcome back. Wait a second. What'd you do? Just another one. Of the, I don't know what I did. That's what I'm saying. I have no idea. It's one of those. It's one of those old people injuries where I'm like, I don't know what happened, but I'm not doing well. Lower extremities? Upper, uh, it's somewhere in my arm slash shoulder region. I can't. I honestly can't describe it because it's an odd and I, I, I just, I don't know. I was just reminded of it, though, in the bathroom, because without getting too graphic, it disturbs my routine in the bathroom. It's terrible. It really is. I, don't, I, I either did it at the concert on Saturday, or I did it riding my bike around the neighborhood with my eight-year-old son, both of which are terrible stories. So I don't know, you know, neither of those uh, in any way should result in an injury, but somehow one of them did, and I don't even know which one. For the record, you pointed to your upper arm region. Right. That's why I said shoulder or arm. Um, what 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 does that do uh, have to do with your morning constitution? When you reach. Thank you, Chelsea. You're Obviously, welcome. you don't clean yourself afterwards. Chelsea understands how yes. that works. Is it your left arm or your right? It's my right, and I'm right-handed, so that's why the issue there. Mm, you wore your fake tattoo sleeve that your 80-year-old mother gave you for Christmas on Saturday. Yeah, that didn't cause the injury, though. That, and that was the left hand as yeah, well. So that had nothing to do with it. I, I don't, I really, I did a lot of sort of throwing my arms up in excitement when we'd go up on stage and introduce bands. So somehow maybe that resulted in an injury. You hurt yourself throwing your hands in the air like you just, just don't, don't care. care. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm throwing out ideas. Don't you... pigeonhole me. I don't know what I did. Riding a bike with an 8-year-old. Well, we went to his school and we rode the bikes on the playground and he drove through the uh, hopscotch area and he said, look, dad, I'm going to do hopscotch on my bike. And he just rode through and I'm like, no, this is how you do it. And I did actual hopping on my bike. That's it right there. I think that is what it is, because as I do it now, that's exactly what triggered it. Yeah. It's like it's not fully shoulder, but it's bicep where it attaches to your. And when I do. Oh, yeah, that's got to be. Well, it. you're not going to be able to ride a do a pogo stick for a while. <laughs> what a terrible, what an idiot. loser I am! <laughs> God, that's just so but stupid. But in your defense, as far as your weird injuries go, this at least was a legitimate physical activity. It wasn't tying your shoe or I never you know, injured myself tying my shoe. I injured myself whistling and clapping. Those were lips. two different injuries. <laughs> Remember when we had stingy lips? Yes. <laughs> yes, or stingy whistling, lips. We, we whistling too much at a football game. I know. So, you know, at least Injured you were... myself doing hopscotch on a bike. Well, you know, for you, it's not quite as embarrassing <laughs> as it usually is. Look, here's the good news. I don't want to start this on a negative tone. It's exciting. Um, th- this is a great weekend. Uh, a lot of folks took this opportunity to, and probably had months of pent-up sort of... Uh, Emotion, uh, sending in various clips from uh, football games over the weekend. Love that. People on Twitter, people on Facebook who know that we, we've now officially, yeah. as of Friday, fired up fun with football audio. Uh, Mallory sent this one in, and I dig this on Facebook. She says, uh, 
I was watching, oh, she doesn't say what game it was. She just says fourth quarter, about five minutes, 30 seconds left. The commentator said something to the effect of there were eight guys in the box and there's a big gaping hole there. Mm-hmm. I got that one. She says, thought you could use that for the dirty football sayings. <laughs> it's I, it's yeah. one of my favorite segments, LOL. Thank you, Mallory. That's it's messed very up kind my head, you. too. I heard something about coming in a box. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it. immediately pictured you two, which is disturbing on so many levels. Yeah, it's fun that everybody chimes in and starts sending those in. So we appreciate it. And those of you that actually record a good quality clip and then send that in, well, yeah. that's even better because then that's less work. And that's when we really are big fans of yours. So it'll be a nice, that'll, you know, Friday of this week, that's when we'll do a new Fun With Football audio. So thanks to everybody who's been sending those in. Here's the really good news, and I don't want to spill the beans all at once, but uh, today is a huge day, not because uh, we debut Monday Night Football tonight, but a couple of games, so that'll be fun. But there's something else happening, and you may not even know about it. I don't know. I have a feeling that you don't know about it. And we're going to share that with you and some audio that I think you'll need to hear. And we'll do that in the chat report coming up next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. And now live from the Woody and Wilcox Broadcast Studios, it's the Shat Report. What, stuff about William Shatner? No, stuff happening around the globe. Uh, the G is silent. On the Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, as you know, when we do the uh, chat report, it's always important that we start out with the most important news of the day. And I'm sure I don't need to tell you today is a massive day. And it's not because it's the first day back of Monday Night Football. That's exciting. And there are uh, a couple of games tonight. You know how they do this now. So the early game tonight will be Atlanta and the uh, Eagles. And then the 49ers and the Vikings will play the second Monday Night game tonight. But I'm talking about something far more important on TV, I'm talking about the premiere of Tyra Banks' Fab Life. That's right! Tyra Banks has a new TV show, everybody! She does? Now you may say, you a-holes, why would you get me excited and say there was something great going on and then tell me Tyra Banks has a new TV show? Well, you know what? Maybe you're not fully familiar with what Tyra Banks used to do when she had her old TV show. Let me give you a couple of old clips that we've celebrated with for low these many years. And now, a moment in broadcast excellence with Tyra Banks. Tracy's a certified colon hydrotherapist to the stars. Wow, so you suck the stars' poop out. This has been a moment in broadcast excellence with Tyra Banks. Oh, that doesn't get it done for you? How about this one? And now, a moment in broadcast excellence with Tyra Banks. We have an international exclusive. Lauren was born with two of something that most of us ladies have only one of. Lauren was born with two vaginas. That was a moment in broadcast excellence (laughs) with Tyra Banks. Now, how excited are you for Tyra Banks' TV show? (laughs) She did win Emmys. I mean, if that was Emmy material, you know, she has had some time to... Hone her craft. Can you imagine what it's going to be like? I really don't even know what it's going to be like. I've sort of tried to stay it's away like from a, it, and I want to like be surprised. Yeah, it's like the they've got like a fashion expert and like a cooking segment. And it's like a syndicated thing, so it's different times. Like I can't say, oh, eight o'clock tonight, because it depends on it's where you morning, are. And I, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know. I have no idea. You'll have to. You know what? You'll have to check your local listings early and often because it's going to be well worth it. I mean, can you imagine? What we're going to get moving forward? 
This how, how long have we clung to the suck the poop out in the two vaginas and getting excited about Rosie's uh, lack of period? And now, Tyra Banks' audience goes crazy for Rosie O'Donnell's menopause. When Aunt Flo comes by for a visit every month, mm. what is your best remedy for PMS and cramps and all that crap? Well, let cramps. me tell you one thing, Tyra. I am about to be 47 next month, and Aunt Flo has not shown up for nine months. Oh! That's Tyra Banks' audience yeah. going crazy Woo. for Rosie O'Donnell and menopause. Oh, yeah, Rosie! <laughs> Not bleeding! Oh, <laughs> dog! That is fantastic! It's one of those. Right? Yes. You don't get that anywhere else. I'm sorry. Do you think they flash the applause sign? I don't know. I don't know if they knew that one was coming or not, and if the applause guy was right on top of it or what, but... That's what, you know, fingers crossed. I'm like, I certainly don't know what's going to happen, but praying that we get some more nuggets, you know, like that (laughs) starting today. Please don't use nuggets. (laughs) What? What's wrong wrong with nuggets? With the colon hydrotherapist. So, uh, So that's part of the reason why it's a big day. And then obviously, I'm sure I don't need to tell you guys, I'm sure we all remember where we were when Kenny Rogers received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Because that was 36 years ago today. Who's with me? You remember what you were doing that day, Chelsea? Kenny Rogers? Um, I hadn't been conceived yet. My mom was... Mm. September 14th, uh, 1979 is when Kenny Rogers received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Why would I bring that up? Yes. Of course you'd ask that question. Because it's a cheap excuse to play the clip from, Cle- uh, from the Cleveland show where they talk about Kenny Rogers. And now I will play it for you here. Now the rest of us are going to go in there and show the government that they can't take my son. Lester, please remember what Kenny Rogers said right before he went into the chicken business and then made himself look like an old woman. You don't have to fight to be a man. All right, all right, all right. Hold up, fellas. Cleveland mayor is going to try talking to him. Y'all can wait outside. No sodomy. Oh. On a warm summer's evening. Come on. On a train bound for nowhere. I really didn't need that part. If we play one country song, we get nominated for a country music award. Get your lighters out. <laughs> That's a good point. We may somehow win an award. <laughs> can we play Islands in the Stream next? No, That's we Kenny cannot. Rogers, right? All right, that's enough. We've got a, a round of it happen in Florida, and we'll celebrate Kenny getting his star by playing that game. All right, that's enough. Stop it. We've heard enough. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. When we play it happen in Florida, what that means for you is we've got uh, three stories Woody and I do that are uh, all true, but one of them at least happening in the troubled state of Florida. You spot the Florida story first to win. It's 844-4WW-SHOW, and Woody's got story number one. Story number one is about patience, or maybe the lack thereof of patience. A woman was suspected of stealing a three hundred thousand dollar diamond and we've heard this before right how'd she do it popped it in the old mouth and gave it a swallow but this time she replaced it with a fake stone and handed it back to the jeweler and walked out there was some suspicion she was arrested 
Wait, wait, wait. She goes into a jewelry store, asks to see an expensive diamond, right? eats Repl- it, and well, then hands them back a fakie and goes, that's great. I Thank you. I've seen enough. That's correct. That's the gist of it? Yes. And said, no, I look, I handed you back the same diamond. She tried to do a little sleight of hand. And then they noticed that she put something in her mouth. That's when they were reviewing the security footage. They're like, ah, she swallowed it. Well, uh, they took her to a hospital, x-rayed. There's the diamond. Swallowing is probably the better option. Right, Chelsea. Six-carat diamond, so probably pretty easy to see on the x-ray. They gave her some laxatives and waited around for an hour or so. And they said, ah, not taking, uh, it's not coming fast enough. We need to go in up the back door. Colonoscopy to retrieve the $300,000 diamond. Was it in Florida where they just waited around for a couple of hours and apparently it wasn't happening fast enough? Well, uh, I guess there's a bit of a theme, kind of, to it happen in Florida. I didn't realize that until now. Uh, anybody ever have to use the bathroom on an airplane? Sure. Yes. Something you usually try to avoid. Am I right? Who's with me? Not something you look forward to, right? Man, I can't wait to get on the plane and use the bathroom, right? There's nobody like that. You don't want to. Probably. You'd rather not. And I think that may have been partly what was going on in story number two, but certainly not fully. As a man on a flight, apparently three hours into the flight, stood up and began peeing between the cracks in the seat in front of him and on other passengers. Apparently didn't feel like using the actual commode and thought it'd probably be better if I just stood up in my seat and relieved myself. According to the police report, quote, at one point, the man lost his balance, fell backward and, quote, urinated upwards. (laughs) Sort of like a, a fountain. Which got the passengers and the seats next to him. Oh. As well as some other passengers' personal belongings. By the way, uh, as the plane landed, they were met by police because, of course, they had radioed ahead and said, hey, some dude is like a living fountain here in 33B. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. They had to wake him up when the police got on board because apparently he had fallen asleep after urinating as a fountain in his seat. Quoting one of the passengers, at one point, an officer who came on the plane said, quote, who got peed on? End quote. The question for you is, was this flight going or coming from the state of Florida? 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got the third and final story. The third and final story has to do with when you have good news and how you sort of spread that good news around and uplift the entire neighborhood and your community. Like the dude in story number three. He was excited. Uh, Some angels had told him that there were devils living in his neighborhood, but only he could get rid of them. 
Did I mention that he may have done drugs before all of this happened? Maybe that's a key point. You see, he took a couple of cans of spray paint and went to his neighbor's house, you know, the one that's the devil, and uh, spray painted 666 killer on the man's car and on his driveway and on the house. He then wrote Jesus several times before returning home where the officers met him. And he said, no, it's okay. I had good news and I just needed to, to tell the man I was the one that was going to save him from being the devil. Kids, don't do drugs and have spray paint around. Was it in Florida where he was just spreading good news? Wait, so it's okay to do drugs if there's no spray paint around? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Justin, all three stories are true. Which one went down in Florida? Going to go with story number three. Story number three. Yeah. Manatee, Florida is where the dudes told the officers, I sniffed a little something, and then the angel spoke to me. Start number two, you probably know if you're going to get on a jet blue flight from Anchorage, Alaska to Portland, somebody's going to stand up, start whizzing between the seats, then fall over backwards and, quote, urinate up into the air, spraying passengers with urine. By the way, one of the passengers said, quote, everybody was actually pretty calm. I didn't hear anybody screaming. I didn't even realize anything had happened until the flight attendants came on and the police were walking on board the plane. Wow. Story number one, it was a Chinese woman who uh, had a $300,000 diamond removed from her colon. And you know the weird thing about having a $300,000 diamond removed from your Chinese colon is 15 minutes later you want to do it again. God help you and those who listen. Stevie Wonder <laughs> saw that coming. <laughs> Did you say Stevie Wonder <laughs> saw that coming? Are you proud of your work? Are you proud of your work? Is that you sound me? like an unbelievable douche. Is that to me or to her? Both. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, you know how excited uh, everybody was yesterday. Big day in America, right? Football back, baby. Hell yes. I'm talking about the Miss America pageant that went on yesterday. Come <laughs> oh, on. That's what everybody's what? excited about, huh? No. no. Football started yesterday. What? Uh, okay. There was controversy, though, all over. I mean, I know how excited you get, uh, Wilcox, about the Miss America pageant, right? I, I'm going to be honest, and this is no knock, ladies, fellas, whoever you are that's into it. I, I didn't remember that it was on last night, so I no, I didn't catch it. I know, it's still a thing. Still happening, Chelsea. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Of course you, it is. you know, I've been to the Miss America pageant before. When I was a baton twirler, I was in the parade. You come down off your high horse a little bit <laughs> there. Louise. Look at you. Look at me bragging. <laughs> no, I'm Chelsea. Okay. I've been to the Miss America contest. You had a better life than most of us. Yeah, I, we get it, Brad. All right. Okay, why, you done? why would you bring it up, Woody, is uh, the better question. You know how everything comes with experiences now. Did you know that they were selling the experience of being a professional spray tanner at the Miss America pageant? They were doing what now? You know, the ladies uh, who are up there and uh, when they're wearing the swimsuit and the evening gowns and stuff like that, they uh, they have an official spray tanner, somebody who sprays the tanning on their skin to make them look, you know, tan, tan. even mm-hmm. and tan. And they were selling the experience, people paying between 500 and and $1,000 to become a professional. And then you would go to the Miss America pageant and be able to spray tan the ladies there. And apparently there was some controversy because 20 different people, all of them women, oddly enough, paid that amount of money to be a pro sprayer, and only four of them got the opportunity. 
They uh, the Miss America people have suspended their um, pay to spray. Yeah, it, it's sort of a they have a, a partner, an official spray tan partner oh, of the man. Miss America pageant. Well, that's got to look great on your resume. And they have suspended that contract with them to try and figure out what's going on. So people were paying, what did you say, $1,000 to spray tan somebody in the Miss America pageant? That's correct. So that's what it sounded like you said, but I figured that couldn't have been what you said. Yes, that is exactly what I said. Now, you're saying only the ones who didn't get to do it were upset? Because I got to imagine if I got to do it, I'd still be upset. Because I spent $1,000 to spray tan somebody. But it's a big resume booster, you know, for some girl to say that, she did the spray tan for Miss North Dakota. Is it? Yeah. It's a big resume booster. It okay. is. Do you have any experience? Well, I spray tanned uh, Miss America 2015, which was from Georgia, by the way. Yeah, your home state, baby. Yeah. Look at you, Charles. I know. I had something to do with that. First you <laughs> spinning baton, batons, and now Miss Georgia winning. I know. By the way, did anybody see? I did catch some of the highlights now this morning. I didn't realize it was on last night, but this morning, uh, Miss Georgia, as a matter of fact, uh, was asked a question about Tom Brady's balls. <laughs> anybody see any of that? Because I'm not making that up. New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady was suspended for his part in the so called Deflate Gate scandal, then reinstated by the courts. Legalities aside, did Tom Brady cheat? Did he cheat? Um, that's a really good question. I'm not sure. I think I'd have to be there to see the ball and uh, feel it and make sure it was deflated or not deflated. But um, if there was question there, then yes, I think he cheated. If there was any question to be had, I think that he definitely cheated and there, that he should have been suspended for that. That's not fair. Thank you. Thank you. I've handled dozens of balls. I'm not squeezing the balls. I'm not rubbing them. To me, those balls are perfect. Why would they ask Miss America about Tom Brady's balls? So they could get a pretty girl to say balls? <laughs> I, I, I think, think you're that's right, it? Chelsea. Is yeah. that all it is? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fantastic. That's fantastic. And look at Miss Wisconsin bringing the comedy. You know, they call it the Dairy State. Listen to her. Representing the Dairy State, come smell our dairy air. I'm Rosalie Smith, Miss Wisconsin. Did she say, come smell our dairy air? That's two words, dairy, and then the second word, air. Come smell our dairy air in Wisconsin. Representing the dairy state, come smell our dairy air. I'm Rosalie Smith, Miss Wisconsin. (laughs) That's hilarious. You see, kids, because that means butt. In French, is it? (laughs) Chelsea, you're the one who loves accents. French, dairy air, is that right? Sure. Well, I'm sorry that I missed it, but at least now we've gotten the two highlights of the show. So we can now focus everything on Monday Night Football tonight and feel that we've mm-hmm. gotten the full Miss America experience. Thank you. Thank you. The Woody and Wilcox Show. You can feel the excitement in the air as the tension is building four days from now. We might have a new world record on our hands. And I know, Chelsea, you're not a fan of me talking about these world records. And you may want to sit down for this. A dude has quit his job, full-time job, as a research assistant at a hospital to pursue his dream of becoming a world record holder. He was inspired by The Rock, 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Remember, he set a world record not too long ago by snap, snapping 105 selfies in three minutes. <laughs> I thought it was from eating cod. 105 selfies in three minutes. That's correct. That's a world record? It is a world record. The uh, world record holder for the most selfies in one hour is what this guy is going to be going for. (sighs) Quit his job full time. He's been doing hand and wrist exercises, he says, which are essential to the world record. Since he'll be holding the phone out at arm's length for an hour and snapping pictures. Initially, well, at least it's a record that means something and one that's good for society. Initially, his family was like, I'm sorry, you're you're going to quit your full-time job so that you can train to become the world record selfie holder? So why, again, does he have to quit? He's going to do the hand and wrist exercise. So he's quitting his job. He quit. He's done. Researching. Because he's, he's attempting the world record Friday. Couldn't take vacation time for that? I mean, how much? Right. In an hour, the current world record holder has uh, 1,449 selfies in an hour. (laughs) (laughs) She's soothing herself. She's rocking back and forth. I mean, what is happening? I mean, what? His family, by the way, is now supporting his dream. This has got to be some kind of made up thing. Oh. For some other reason. He claims that he he saw the story about Dwayne The Rock Johnson taking 105 selfies in an hour. Thought to himself, I I probably could do that. Then realized that there was a record for an hour. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And how many selfies you can take. You obviously have to have your head and neck into it. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's just you standing there holding a button. For an hour. Yeah, there is are. Is there some other rule to it that yes. I don't understand? The f- full head and neck must be seen uh-huh. in each photograph. Right. Uh, it can't be blurry. So it's not like you can just sit there and go click, 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 and keep, you know, and it has to be somebody different. It has to be somebody different. Well, it's you taking a picture with somebody doing the selfie thing. Well, oh, it has to be with, with somebody? Oh. Is yeah. that other person? No, that's not part of the rules of a selfie. Uh, yeah, that's what Dwayne The Rock Johnson did. He was at a movie premiere and he was taking those pictures. Here's the he part ha- of the show where we argue about what a selfie is. We ought to do this every morning. But you'd have to get like a group of people lined up ready to go. That's correct. And God forbid you don't move fast enough, That's right? the hard part, not clicking the button. Doesn't that mean he needs 1,500 people with him? That can't be right. This whole thing is... We've already I'm calling BS on all of this. Woody, stop talking. Claims he already has a personal record of 1,700, but wants to really smash the world record by doing 1,800 Friday. That can't be right. Stop talking. I can't even believe I'm debating this. Woody, it's cool. 
You're missing something here. Woody, this can't be possible. You are a tool. Otherwise, it would just be him pushing a button on Yes, exactly. Right. That's why it's idiotic. Woody, you're a tool. This puts a little bit, uh, puts a little spin on it. Woody, snap out of it. The lesson to be learned here is if you quit your full-time job to pursue your dreams, good things will happen. Woody's an idiot. Unless your dream is to become the world record selfie taker. Woody, you are one sad, sad man. You're right, but I'm above this guy. It would be nice to listen to Wilcox talk for a while. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, I don't care who your team is, and somewhat whether you even care that much about football. It's always a little bit exciting when the first weekend, uh, full weekend of the NFL hits. And uh, we had a, a full slate of games, obviously, this weekend, basically. And then because it's the first Monday night, there are two games tonight that you can catch. Uh, so you've got that going for you. But there's also everything that goes with football, and I think that's where maybe you're just a casual fan or maybe not even a huge fan. You still partake in some of the festivities, right? You've sure. got somebody in your life who wants to sit down and watch you know, a full Sunday afternoon of games. Maybe there's a barbecue. Maybe you're tailgating. And that's where I pick up this story is the tailgating. How fantastic is tailgating? Who's with me, huh? There was times uh, that I would just go and tailgate mm-hmm. and not go to the game because it was far better than what was on the field. Have you seen the video of the tailgating mishap of uh, the dude who is apparently a Buffalo Bills fan? If you haven't seen this video that's been circulating around the inner tubes, uh, we've taken the uh, liberty of putting it up on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. I'll give you a brief description, and then I just want the video. Just the, even though it's a video, the audio is going to say everything you need to know, and then you'll uh, probably want to go take a peek at it when you get a minute. This is a dude got his full jersey on, got the Buffalo Bills jersey on. They're in the stadium parking lot. And they're boozing it up, and then he decides to do uh, what we lovingly know as Dizzy Bat. Why? I myself have suffered a Dizzy Bat injury, so I'm not poking fun at somebody who doesn't know how to do the Dizzy Bat very well. But that's where, in this case, you knock back a few Cocos, maybe more than a few in this guy's case. Right. And then you put your head on a bat or some bat-like object, and you spin around for a while. And then you try to survive is the bottom line of it (laughs) listen to the audio of this video and then you'll want to go watch it here's the dude he's holding a bat he's he's drinking out of it right it's one of these bats that's got liquid inside it now he's spinning He's going to try and survive. Now, pause it for a second right here. That's his friends chanting out the number of spins that he's doing as he goes around the dizzy bat. As soon as he stops spinning, he stands up, looks a little wobbly, and starts to go sideways like any of us would. And then literally goes head first into the back of what looks like an RV or one of these huge over-the-road buses. Yeah. Listen to that part of it. Listen to that sound again. That's his that is forehead. his head literally face first into the back of a huge vehicle. And you can tell. By and the everybody crowd is like, oh. <laughs> it is 
It's brilliant is what it is. Brutal. He can barely do the dizzy bat itself. Like, he can barely walk in circles. He's already so messed up. He may up. have been overserved. I think, is the answer to that, Charles. <laughs> that is forehead-to-bus contact. It is so brutal. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, this warms my heart. Right? This is football season right here. Right. I hope he made money somehow. The first thing I thought of was the audio of when the dude, and we probably don't have this one handy, but remember the guy who's getting paid X amount of money to drink everybody's whiz Mm -hmm. at the Cleveland Browns game? This is, come on, those of you that aren't football fans, this, how does this not get you in the spirit? Remember that? And that guy was a cop, by the way, yep. if that makes it any better. Right. He was off duty, but he was still, and he's there, and they're like, no. no! He's like, he's got a bucket full of whiz, Don't and they've all it. put in money, and then he starts to put it up to his face, and the one guy's like, no, Dan, don't do it. At least he was getting paid, though. <laughs> Well, this who knows? This guy may have made some money. I don't know. They don't show any exchange of money, but <laughs> you're supposed to do that afterwards. I will. Don't do it. You're to okay. Hey, hey, Just the whiz drinking guy. Yeah. Well, he's not drinking. He's dunking his head into it. Oh, that's right. just begun. You got two more games tonight, baby. Come on. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post that link if you haven't seen that one underneath the uh, the one you can see right now on the Woody Wilcox Facebook page. You know what? And if you suffered a tailgating injury this weekend, we'd be happy to commiserate with you. We're always here for you. 844-4WW-SHOW. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I wasn't witness to this, although uh, my neighbor talked about an incident that he had just this weekend with his next-door neighbor. And uh, if you've ever had a a run-in with your neighbor that made things a little bit awkward, I'd love to hear your story. It went something like this. Um, You know, this is a weekend where people were out and doing stuff, and it seemed to be people out and about everywhere, right? It was Mm. beautiful, people getting stuff done. And my neighbor up the street comes home to find out, his next door neighbor is out there with the leaf blower. And most people, I think when they're blowing leaves and stuff like that, you know, they blow it into a pile. Maybe you rake them up and put them into a bag. This one was a little bit different. His next door neighbor was blowing leaves into my friend's yard. Like blatantly, just like, I'm just going to hose them all over into your side. Fantastic. Tip of the cap, enjoy. And he's like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, oh, um, just getting some yard work done. Since you've got a gardener, I thought it'd be okay for me to just blow the leaves into your yard, and your gardener will take care of it. And I thought, well, my next door neighbor's got a gardener. I, I don't. I uh, thought maybe I should question. do that. Somebody in your neighborhood has a gardener? Well, well, are you, you talking know, about somebody, somebody who comes and what picks up leaves, like a lawn that sort service? of thing? Yeah. A lawn service. Okay. That's what I think of as a yeah, gardener. Okay. I, mean, I, I they're not living on the property. Right. You know? right. There's a little man out there who prunes your bushes <laughs> yes. early right. in the morning. Somebody who comes by once or twice a month and you know collects leaves and that sort of thing. Right. Yard debris. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
But have you ever thought, well, they've got somebody that comes by and I don't, so why don't I just go ahead and blow several thousand leaves into my neighbor's yard? Why not have the whole neighborhood do that? Hey, we'll all chip in. We'll have one guy have a service that collects leaves, and then we'll all blow all of our leaves into that guy's yard. That makes that as actually much would be sense. that would be some sort of cool thing to do with your neighbors. I feel like in this case, though, when it's not uh, something that you've agreed to, then that's you know. No, that w- are you guys? That's like about saying, this? "Hey, you run a gas station, so I came over last night and siphoned the gas out of your car. I figured you'd be able to get it cheap at your place." So <laughs> that's exactly we what all I'm good. Saying. Sweet. Yeah, I don't know that that works. I'm guessing it didn't work for your neighbor. That's no, why he told you the story. Well, yeah, that's why he was like, it wasn't like a fight. It's not like, you know, it was loud music playing and I had to, to get up early in the morning to work. It wasn't like a, a, a confrontation. It was more of a, oh, I thought you'd be cool with it. And it just made, you know, that relationship a little bit more awkward than I guess it already was. You come home and they're blatantly doing something where you're like, what? What in the world are you thinking? I'm still picturing people from like seven houses down blowing all their leaves into one guy. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hard. Wouldn't that be a fun A visual? guy comes home and there's just like a... <laughs> just right. covered. 50 feet tall mound of leaves. Or what about his yard waste guy who shows up that one day and is like, holy crap. <laughs> Where's the tree that did this? What happened here? But I think on the spectrum of neighbors doing things to other neighbors, we've talked about this in the past. Sure. We've had this topic and it's always kind of a fun one. So feel free to join in at 844-4WW-SHOW. Things that people have had neighbors do to them or witnessed neighbors doing, you know, a couple of leaves in a guy's yard is probably not the pinnacle of that problem. Doesn't have to be leaf or leaf blower related. <laughs> no, and that's so what I'm saying. I don't know that that's a huge, I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's certainly not, uh, it's more of a, just not like the a, way that should go. Right. But we've heard stories about yes. <laughs> neighbors having issues with one another for Far more serious reasons, I feel like. But that's that's a ballsy move, no doubt about it. That's, yeah. mm-hmm. I think it was one of those things where he was hoping he could get it done, blow all those leaves over, and then be like, I don't know what happened. How wh- how did all those leaves? The wind is mysterious. Right. To answer Patrick's question on uh, Twitter, no, I don't think in this case blowing leaves is a euphemism for something, right? It is not. He's physically talking about the leaves that fall from a tree, Patrick, and blowing them into his yard. But thanks for asking. I know many times that would be a euphemism used on this show. When did you have an awkward interaction with your neighbor at 844-4WW-SHOW? The Woody and Wilcox Show. So earlier, Woody was talking about an interesting situation that one of his neighbors had where uh, one neighbor blew all of his leaves into his neighbor's yard. Yep. And then when questioned about it, said, well, you've got, you know, you've got like a service that comes by periodically and picks up leaves, so... I just, I just put mine over in your yard, and yeah. it doesn't, you know, 
No difference for you, man. You're not picking them up yourself. Uh, which, you know, I don't hear about that that often, but I feel like on the uh, transgression scale that neighbors have with one another, that's not necessarily huge. Uh, feel free, if you'd like, to get uh, your story off your back. Maybe help somebody else out who's in a similar situation. You can get in at 844-4WW-SHOW. You can also share on various forms of social media. Carrie uh, tweeted at us, at Woody and Wilcox, our neighbors used to borrow, and she has borrow in uh, quotes, our patio furniture whenever they have friends over. That would be uh, yeah, that would be some. I feel like that's similar to your leaf blowing guy. Right. It's on that same level. Eight four 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 WW shows the way that you can get through. Joe's on the line. Joe, what's your story, man? So uh, my, my son a couple months ago was diagnosed with type one diabetes, and I kind of let my uh, yard get out of control. Um, you know, we live in uh, one of those neighborhoods that's got a homeowners association, and you know, people uh, people get a little whenever it's not uh, maintained properly. And um, the backyard was not up to my neighbor's standard, so he actually came over, snuck in my backyard to mow my lawn because he thought it looked so so crappy and he you know, he couldn't stand it anymore. And in the process, um, a rock or something kicked up from underneath the lawnmower and busted him in the nose and, you know, he went tear assing back over to his house. <laughs> Things 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 have not been the greatest between me and him since then. How bad was your yard? I mean, like give me like a height level on the grass. Uh, we're talking a good three feet. (laughs) (laughs) You are that nightmare neighbor, man. Congratulations. I kept the the front maintained, you Mm -hmm. know, but uh, the back uh, got a little out of control, and uh, you know, I was uh, eventually going to take care of it. I did not plan on. uh, this guy doing that, uh, you know, he threw the word lawsuit out, and I was like, what the hell were you doing on my property? <laughs> right. That's a, that's the first thing I thought. Is he going to sue you? But then he was trespassing. I'm like, what the hell are you doing on my property? Go fix your nose. Get the hell off. <laughs> what, were you guys not friendly before? Because I think, like, a, a normal neighbor would be like, hey, you know, I know you've got stuff going on with your family. Don't worry about it. I'll just take care of it for you, and no, I'll you know I'll no, do it when I no. do mine. No, it wasn't like that. This guy's one of those uh, you know pompous uh, jerks that that just wants every you know every neighbor to have everything completely up to code. And if it's not, then he's going to call the homeowners association, and he's mm. going to make sure something is done about it. Those people you are know. fun. Yeah, those are great. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Garbage, garbage uh, was picked up on Tuesday one day, and my garbage can was still out there on Wednesday, and he called the homeowners association on me. One of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I know those guys. Yeah. Joe, we appreciate the story, man. Thanks for the call. Uh, you guys have a great morning. I uh, love listening to you guys. Thanks, man. Eight four 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 WW show. Your odd neighbor situation. We'll take it. It's the Woody and Wilcox show. You can pick your friend's nose, but you can't pick your neighbors. <laughs> What? Uh, is that how that old saying goes? That is not how that saying goes. I think you left something out. I forget what that is. But uh, there are times when you move into a neighborhood and you, you sort of get to know people that some are incredibly friendly and some are not so friendly. Uh, and uh, I, I guess my neighbor up the street learned something about his next door neighbor that he enjoys blowing the leaves into uh, into the yard because uh, you've got yard waste pickup. Uh, you're not paying for it. You're not doing it yourself anyway. Uh, we're taking your calls about awkward neighbor interactions. It looks like James has one. I want to talk to James. He's on line four. James, what's up, man? How are you doing this morning? 
Doing well. What's your story? Uh, I was about 15 years old, and uh, the neighbor down the street from us, about four doors down, drove the exact same truck as my father's. And one night, one Friday night, it was about 10, 11 o'clock, we was up watching TV and seen a light out in the driveway underneath my dad's truck. Come outside, uh, come up to the window, and I look, and my neighbor is under my father's truck. And I come out the door, and he took off running. And apparently, his truck had broke down, and he was underneath my father's truck trying to steal the shifter linkage off the transmission to fix his truck. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, usually the neighborly thing to do is uh, you ring the doorbell and you say, hey, do you have an extra shifter linkage to that truck? <laughs> and if so, yeah, if we give him an extra three minutes or so, he would have had it completely off there and we would have never known it. Wow. Duh. How did it go from there? Did you uh, oh, follow him down? How did that cops. work out? Oh, we called the cops and it was never the same between us again. You know, we didn't have them over for cookouts anymore, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't understand that. Yeah. Can I borrow a cup of linkage, please? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, that is a uh, he's got a set on him, man. That's a, that's an impressive move. Well, you can't do it in the yeah. dark. You've got to have a light on, right? <laughs> yeah. What got him though was because when he took off running, he went around the side of the house and the motion sensor shut off the light, so it was clear, clear as day. We knew who it was, and mm-hmm. he had the exact same truck as my dad's. <laughs> that is crazy. That's one I've never heard, man. Yeah. That's one I've never heard. Appreciate the story, James. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Love listening to you. Thank you. Appreciate that. 844-4WW-SHOW, the way that you can get through on the phone. You can uh, tweet at us if you want, eight, uh, at Woody and Wilcox, the way you can do that. And thanks to those of you chiming in on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page, too. Uh, Kevin on the uh, Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox, I once gave my neighbor some paintballs I wasn't going to use. Next morning, I found my garage door was painted yellow. Mm. That's nice of them. Hey, uh, you're a paintballer. Right, why don't you take these? I'm not going to use them. Oh, good. I'll just practice on your garage door. Wow. That's awesome. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, I think we may, as a civilization and a society, have finally reached the point that I think we were all hoping to get to. And here's the evidence that we're at that point as a society. Did anybody see the information that apparently Whitney Houston will be doing a concert tour this year or at some point in the near future? Have you not been told? What's that? Whitney Houston's no longer with us. Oh, I know. Whitney Houston is dead, sadly. Yes. No, no. But that doesn't... You see, Woody, that doesn't stop her from doing a tour of this country and performing. Um, what? How? How? No, don't tell me that they're going to take launching, her body around. She's launching a hologram tour of this country. And, of course, when I say she's launching it, I mean... Her family is launching it. Mm. Have you seen that information? I'm Googling it right now. Supposedly, this virtual tour will launch next year. In other words, the indication is she's going to tour major venues like she would have when she was alive. But instead of her being there, it will be a hologram that will do a full concert. They haven't announced dates or cities, but it will start at a, quote, major U.S. venue. Now, obviously, she can't do this on her own. Sadly, she's no longer with us. 
So it's the brainchild, obviously, of a caring and loving family. Quoting her sister, by the way, it's a great opportunity for Whitney's fans to see a reinvention of one of the most celebrated female artists in history and to continue a legacy of performances that will not be forgotten for years to come, end quote. It's a great opportunity for her to make a lot of money. <laughs> what? Why would you say that, Woody? How dare you? Although, maybe I'm wrong, would you pay money to go to, you said a major venue, so like a, an amphitheater. Right, or a huge arena. And Absolutely, you go, where she would have played when she was alive at one time. And you take your seat and you're like, yay, I wonder what song she's going to do. And then you know what, she's not going to be doing any new stuff. You're basically watching what? The equivalent of a video? A 3D video. Well, I mean, there are plenty of people that tour and do their old stuff. They're classics, right? So how good is the hologram technology? I mean, if you're just looking for an experience, then maybe it's something good to go to. How bored are you? What do you mean? Why not just watch That's, a movie? It's not a bad. Yeah, I mean, it's like everybody going and just turning on the jukebox. Right? No, what, there's what? a hologram there that sings and dances. Why not just put the CD on That's just your creepy. Car? I mean, ab- above and beyond the greed factor of it. Now, if, if I find out later and maybe they'll take some heat or maybe there's something I don't understand, if they were doing this as some sort of charity thing, like, hey, we're giving three-fourths of the money to whatever it is, prevent drug addict prevention or whatever. They just spent six months trying to keep her daughter alive. I doubt this is going to charity. The uh, the guy who's in charge of the hologram said that this is the opportunity I hope for when I built the hologram business. The opportunity to share her spectacular gifts with the world again. Am I missing something? Maybe it's me. Maybe maybe I'm way off base on this. Well, I mean, you've heard of virtual reality, which is it's not that far removed, right? Like, what if you put on some glasses and then it's like 3D and you're there and it seems real? Mm-hmm. We're not too far away from that where you just stay at your house and pop on something on your face and, you know, you go to some concert that's happening. Is it happening now? Is it somebody who's already passed away? I don't know. I don't understand why you're knocking it when you don't even understand what it would be like right there in front of you. You just caused me to do a 180, Chelsea. The opportunity to have Whitney Houston on my face is something <laughs> I've Stop dreamed it. about for a long time. That's not Stop what it. I said. Stop it. That's exactly what you said. Ah, what do you want to put on your head tonight? I don't know. Let's put on Tupac. Well, look, maybe this is an opportunity for um, entertainers who, unfortunately, will not be with us forever to go ahead and do whatever they need to do now so you can have like a real life show when they do pass away. I keep thinking about Celine Dion. Why are you thinking about <laughs> Celine just, Dion? That's somebody that would go ahead and like pre-plan her hologram performance. You know what I mean? But we have people that are coming up that can sing, and and we don't need to relive all this. You'd go to an arena with fifteen thousand people, and you'd theoretically assume that the people planning this, her family, believe that people would go in droves to see. What amounts to listening to her CDs? Because that's all it is. It's not just listening to her CDs. If you're if you're seeing something, watching a movie, it's not a movie. Are they going to show the bodyguard and like play her music in the background? Might as well. 
No different. I think you guys are underestimating Plus, what technology could be. Now, is it going to happen this time? Probably not. But in the near future, absolutely. Does it seem tacky that the family is doing this? Or do you feel like that? That why wouldn't they? I mean, I don't know. Are there people out there that are still mourning her loss? I'm sure. No. So maybe she wanted to continue to spread her love to the world or whatever it is. I don't know. People will start leaving these kinds of things in their will. She wants people to go see her as a hologram. You think that's in the will? I'm saying we're not too far off. Look, you're an old man, so you can't understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, you're right. I can't. I, I don't. I, I, Somehow I just don't think that when Limp Biscuit passes that we're going to have a hologram of them, right? Okay, well, let's aim a little bit higher, Woody. I mean, Paul McCartney? No, I no. no. But what if the technology and, was and really it, good? It feels like family taking advantage of something. Is what it also that, that's half of my issue right there. In this case, maybe, but what if that that wasn't necessarily the case? What if you know one of the Beatles came out now and was like, "When I die, I'm going to make sure that I leave a performance for you." Would you hate it then? Yep. I stopped listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was reading Beer Club Brandon's tweet that says he'd like to see a hologram of the dude's wife struggling to get out of her jacket. <laughs> Which is a great point. I would absolutely see that. But that's because I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Right? I've heard the clip a million times where the guy calls 911 because his wife can't get out of a jacket. If I could see that, I would I would travel. I'm just, I'm saying But that... I've seen Whitney Houston. I don't get why the hologram would be something, first of all, that people would go see. And second of all, that the family would be like, yeah, we really, this was, I, this I've, is good I don't for know humanity. any other way to tell you what mm-hmm. I've told you three times now okay. is that in your lifetime, well, maybe not you, Wilcox, in your lifetime, Woody, this will be like a normal thing. No, it won't. Yes, it will. And you'll call me and you'll say, I'm sorry, Chelsea. I was wrong. Well, I hope it transcends just music then. Would it? I mean, would it be everywhere? Anytime anybody dies, then we get holograms of them. Like you want Donald Trump to make one more speech after he passes? Like, what are you talking about? I was thinking about if you went into a uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and you could get a uh, hologram of the colonel, perhaps licking his fingers. He's been How dead cool for a long time. Talking about people who are alive now. It would well, be better leave a hologram after they go. It, it would be better if I could get a hologram of the colonel licking my fingers. <laughs> okay. I just, what, why am I here? Like, why did I come in today? <laughs> I, That'd I, be a great new thing. Hey, come down to the KFC. The colonel will lick your fingers. It is finger licking good. I think that, you know what? And it's understood that he's a guy that's just there to sell chicken. She was an artist. How do you go from Wendy Houston to the Colonel licking your fingers? Dead like people who I want to see holograms of. What do you mean, how did we get there? A to B. It was weird. I was listening to Woody and Wilcox this morning. They were talking about Whitney Houston licking my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with those guys. So that's happening. Believe me. As well, soon as that tour kicks off. Birthday present for me. Whitney Houston and Colonel Sanders touring the nation. We'll let you know when that happens. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Big weekend. First full weekend, really, of the NFL as we get into the season. And obviously some surprises and so forth. Couple of Monday night games tonight. Yeah. But maybe you're not a huge... Uh, Maybe not a huge football fan, and that's not the big news for you. Maybe the big news for you was um, 
the couple that you may have seen now on the Internet that was busted for having relations in public, you may think to yourself, why would I know about that? And I would ask you the same question. Why would you know about that? But the reason why I know about that is because apparently it was a slow news day (laughs) in Norfolk, Virginia. This literally is a clip from a television news broadcast where they send a reporter out to a parking lot to report on a couple that was caught getting her done in broad daylight in this parking lot a couple of days earlier. Well, I think for the most part, most people who were caught in that situation would decline an interview. But these people seem to really relish the interview. Well, I don't know if they relish it. They don't seem to relish it. But for some reason, you're right. They did agree to do one. So you read stories like this all the time, right? Oh, a couple caught, you know, whatever. Usually, you're right, Woody. There's no follow-up because they're either in jail or they don't have any interest in being on the nightly news. Right. And yet that's not what happened in this case. Listen to the beginning of this reporter interviewing a man and a woman in the same parking lot where they were caught by the police like a day or two earlier. Here you go. Hi there, Layla. Well, it all happened in this parking lot. The woman was charged with being drunk in public. I talked to her today and I asked her why the middle of a parking lot in the middle of the day. She told me she was just in the mood. I consented. In the beginning. In the beginning, I consented at all. But I had a little too much to drink, so I passed out. Pause it there. Um, if you and I guess we didn't explain that properly. The uh, the scenario was that when they were arrested, the man was passed out, just lying the- on his back in the middle of a parking lot, and the woman was um, on top. <laughs> And um, that's why he's explaining to the interviewer that he had initially consented. I'm good. But at some point in the process, he sort of uh, checked out, you know, didn't didn't feel like staying awake through it. We've all been there. And so he just (laughs) wants everybody to know, wait, just in case this was not forced upon me, I was good with it. Okay, and then I fell asleep in the middle. That's all that was. Here come the hard-hitting questions. Did you think you wouldn't get caught? I'm not into, you know, erotic public sex or anything like that, but... But that's what you did yesterday, though. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's what I did yesterday. That's no different. Reporter. That's no different than when there's a sports celebrity who's like, "I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy who stomps on a guy's head." Well, you were yesterday during the game. But that's what you did yesterday. Please use that B tone too. <laughs> <laughs> well, when she says this, erotic public sex or anything like that. But but that's what you did yesterday, though. I know. I know. Dirty, dirty pirate hooker. Someone nearby snapped these photos of the two, and we showed the couple today. It doesn't even look like I'm doing anything but laying on top of him. Well, you can see that there's a little bit going on there. But after seeing the pictures, they say they'll pick somewhere more private for future escapades. She had knees, I had knees. It, it was just, it just happened. But from now on, we know. We got- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How to do it more discreet. Pause it there. Now we know. Now we know right. that we probably shouldn't have sex in a parking lot of a business. Now that you've shown up and interviewed us and we've talked to the police, it's become clear to us that we shouldn't have sex in public anymore. But honestly, and kudos to the reporter for doing an outstanding job and asking the questions that I think we would all ask. We'll wait till you hear the last one where she asks him if they'll do it again and listen to the two different answers that are given. Is something like this going to happen again? No. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What? He's like, are you kidding me? Of course it's going to happen again if she says she will. Is something like this going to happen again? No. I don't know. Never say never, man. Come on. The whole thing is just so ridiculous. Like, Rachel, we've cured cancer. Go out and find that, you know, parking lot sex couple. (laughs) You'll know him because he's wearing a Superman shirt. That's so awesome. I just, the whole, I just, uh. (laughs) So awesome. Slow news day in Norfolk, Virginia? No. Are you kidding me? These are the hard-hitting issues. And and kudos to the couple for agreeing to meet the reporter in the same parking lot. Or maybe they were just hanging out there anyway. Maybe. I don't know which. They finished and went to the CC's Pizza that's right behind them, you know? <laughs> that's what you do, right? You going to do this again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect answer. When? <laughs> I mean, no. Are you asking? Is it, is it okay? <laughs> Are you offering? It, you want to get three ways? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, you do this again? No. Nope. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be busy or not. Thank you, Norfolk, Virginia. (laughs) (sighs) It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, maybe uh, a little in happening in Florida make you feel better about your situation. You know, being up and about on a Monday morning. Uh, This is where Woody and I are going to share three stories with you here, and maybe it'll make you feel better about how your own life is going. One of these stories actually took place in the state of Florida. And you spot the Florida story if uh, you want to win. That's how you do it. 844 Four WW show is the way to get through. Woody will start us off with story number one. Story number one is about a cat owner. Well, Cox, you own cats. I do own cats, yes. Do you have a little laser pointer and have them chase the laser around? Yes, right. Oh, such good fun. It is fun. Do you use the laser on your nine millimeter pistol to have the cat chase that laser around and then you accidentally shoot your roommate? I uh, don't. Never tried that, no. You know that some guns have uh, a, uh, a laser. laser scope type thing? Yeah, it's more of like, hey, you know, this is where I'm going to be aiming. It's not necessarily a scope. It just projects that image out. And he thought, this would be fun. Let's use a loaded handgun to have the cat run around. And unfortunately, the roommate got in the way of that bullet that was discharged. What do you figure the fine would be for shooting your roommate? The accident? fine? 
Yeah, he's not doing any jail time. He pled guilty and has to pay a fine. $50 is that fine? Was it in Florida where he shot his roommate after playing with the cat and the laser on his gun? And 50 bucks is all it's going to cost him. Okay. Well, story number two uh, has to do with money as well. Uh, Slightly different, though. Let's say you're going to go, and I don't recommend this, by the way, but Woody, Chelsea, let's say you're going to rob a bank. Mm -hmm. You approach the teller. Whatever method you use to tell that teller that you are robbing the bank, what then do you do when the teller hands you money? Check it for an ink thing. Check it for an ink thing. All right. That'd be a fine answer. That's not what I'm looking for. Uh, Woody? Run. Run would be even a better answer, honestly. Not what I'm looking for either. The man in story number two robbed the bank but instructed the teller to go ahead and just deposit the money into his account. Brilliant. Which, which, for those of you that are thinking of robbing a bank, this is a foolproof way to make sure that they don't know who you are when you give them your name and your account number so that they can then transfer that money into your account. Unfortunately, he, of course, has been arrested. Um, To add insult to injury, he did have a good reason, though. I mean, you know, sometimes there's a good reason for robbing a bank. He uh, told the police that... He needed to hop a flight to get to his job interview that he had on one of the Greek islands. And uh, he needed the money for that. So I'm sure at that point they said, oh, well, in that case, then that's fine. Was it Florida is the question for you. 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody has the third and final. Wrapping up the trifecta of money. Uh, and this one is in between siblings. Chelsea, you have a sister. You ever have a fight with your sister? Uh, maybe when she was very young. Right. And what happened? Did she maybe lock herself in her room? To, you know, avoid the actual physical conflict. Because that's what the woman did in story number three. She had a fight about money with her brother. And in order to separate them, she physically locked the door to her bedroom and said, look, we're not fighting anymore. We're just going to get away from each other for a little while. He wasn't having any of that, of course. And he did what a lot of people would do. Uh, He set fire to her door to try and open it. Because everybody knows if a door is on fire, most people will open that door. Oh, wait. No, it won't. The apartment complex that he lives in had eight other people living in it, and he has been charged with arson since it affected all of the other people in the apartment building when it caught on fire. Was it in Florida where he thought, here's a good idea. I'll set my sister's door on fire to solve the argument. Jackie, that's the third and final story. All of them are true. Which one went down in Florida? Um, is it story number three? Story number three. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Springfield, Florida is where that one went down. And story number two where the dude robbed the bank and just instructed him to put it into his own account because he had to fly to Greece for a job interview. Uh, England is where that one went down. And the Florida of the Midwest, Wisconsin, just outside of La Crosse, is where you're playing with the cat with the laser on your gun. You shoot your roommate. That'll cost you 50 bucks. By the way, we have some uh, audio. Did you, you know, from your story where the guy lit the door on fire? Mm-hmm. Friggin' I've seen some, uh, some smoke uh-huh. flying 
through through the wall. And I said, look it. The house is on fire. Good to hear that that guy is still active and still doing it. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, today's a big day, and uh, I'm not just saying that because it's fun now that football has officially started, but it was fun to have a nice weekend of uh, college and now official NFL games. And you got Monday Night Football tonight, couple of games, because it's the first Monday Night Football of the uh, year. Right. You got the Falcons and the Eagles as the early game, and then the Niners and uh, the Vikings are the later game tonight. But actually, what I uh, am here to talk about is not the fact that uh, the world is great because football is back up and running. I'm here to tell you, in case you've somehow missed it, that today is the debut of Tyra Banks' new show called Fab Life. Now, before you poo-poo it and say, Oh, Wilcox, why would you even mention something like that? Are you kidding me? Maybe you don't remember some of the fabulousness that came out of Tyra's original show. Now, this one, I don't know. It depends on where you are around the country as to when it is a syndicated show. It's called Fab Life. I don't know anything about it. I just know that Tyra is the star of it. But if you're unfamiliar with why that would be something we'd be excited about, We've been playing these clips and celebrating Tyra Banks for years. And now, a moment in broadcast excellence with Tyra Banks. Tracy's a certified colon hydrotherapist to the stars. Wow, so you suck the stars' poop out. This has been a moment in broadcast excellence with Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks is a national treasure, and I remember the look on your face when we learned that her show was going off the air. It One of the toughest days. Like tearing somebody's heart out. Yep. It, was, it was tough. I know you watch Coyote Ugly like on repeat at Home Alone on your couch. I don't know what that means. And then there's this. Was- and now, a moment in broadcast excellence with Tyra Banks. We have an international exclusive. Lauren was born with two of something that most of us ladies have only one of. Lauren was born with two vaginas. That was a moment in broadcast excellence with Tyra Banks. It almost sounds like Scooby-Doo's in the audience. (laughs) Two vaginas? So, and that's, I'm just scratching, scratching the uh, surface or the tip of the iceberg. I'm doing something with something, and that is what I'm hoping is going to come out of the new Tyra show, which debuts today, right? I mean, who's with me? Hmm? I just, I, I don't want you to be disappointed, but I think her new show is more like The View, where there's like a round table type of discussion. Maybe where like they would ask Rosie O'Donnell if she had hit menopause yet. And now Tyra Banks audience goes crazy for Rosie O'Donnell's menopause. When Aunt Flo comes by for a visit every month, mm. what is your best remedy for PMS and cramps and all that crap? Well, let me tell you one thing, Tyra. I am about to be 47 next month and Aunt Flo has not shown up for nine months. Oh! That's Tyra Banks' audience going crazy for Rosie O'Donnell and menopause. Come on. Come on. That is, we may be reliving all of that starting today. Tell me you're not excited about that, for crying out loud. I'm cautiously optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I guess that's going to have to do. 
So you're welcome. You'll probably remember, right? This is one of those moments. Yeah. Somebody 30 years from now will say, you remember where you were, right? When Tyra Banks' new show, Fab Life, debuted. I got this commemorative tattoo. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you'll say, yeah, I was listening to this terrible morning show. Thank God, shortly after that, they took them off the air forever. (laughs) (laughs) Go, 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 Woody and Wilcox show. So, a big weekend uh, behind us, and uh, for all sorts of reasons, honestly, but there's one maybe that you are not as aware of. I'm going to play an audio clip. Chelsea, Woody, I'm going to need you to chime in on who this is speaking right here. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. When I was an NBA rookie, someone asked me what I thought my career would be like. I never dreamed it would include this. I'm so honored to be in the Basketball Hall of Fame. I only want to be remembered as one of the best defense players to ever play this game. I like to think that I accomplished that. Anybody? Dikembe Matumbo. Oh, Chelsea knows who he is, too. No one else sounds like that. Well, but I don't know. I didn't know you were a follower of the NBA at all for that You don't have to be a follower of the NBA to know that. Is that right? Mm -hmm. What else is he known for? (laughs) Well, uh, whatever the answer to that is, yes, that is Dikembe Matumbo. They had the uh, induction ceremony into the NBA Hall of Fame over the weekend. And uh, it was a bittersweet weekend because Moses Malone passed away at the age of 60. So that was uh, that was really un- unexpected and sad to see. But it had been a while, honestly, since I'd heard Dikembe Mutombo speak. And it was such a refreshing reminder of how much he sounds like Cookie Monster. Right? I mean, it's almost unavoidable. Yeah. When something is important, it means whole lot to you. For instance, uh, oh, look, look over here. See, take this oatmeal cookie. It's important. It means. Thank you. When I was an NBA rookie, someone asked me what I thought my career would be like. Oh, a, a chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip cookie important to me, too. I'm yeah, so honored I mean, to be. In the Basketball Hall of Fame. I only want to be remembered as one of the best defense players to ever play this game. Butter cookie feel bad? Oh, yeah, it's important, too. Um, we used to do a thing. that This was before your time, Chelsea, where we actually played a competition on the radio called Cookie or Matumbo. And we would play very small clips of right. either Dikembe Matumbo or the Cookie Monster, and it was shockingly difficult. Obviously, when you listen to 20 or 25 seconds, you can pretty much figure it out, if nothing else, from context. Right. Because <laughs> rarely does Dikembe ever actually talk about butter cookies and vice versa. But when you just hear like a half-second clip, it can be almost impossible. Have. Have. Cookie. Uh, very well. Dikembe. That's good. You're good at this because that one's tough. Well, you have. He does a better Cookie Monster than Cookie Monster does. I feel like there's a new person doing the Cookie voice. It used to be really similar. Um. Um. I feel like the, whoever does the voice of Telly, that one with the big nose, it's red ish, is doing the Cookie voice now. 
I obviously see a lot of children's programming. Don't back away from this one. Who is this? Um, That's Cookie. Wow, she is good. That was a tough one. No. Cookie. No. Yep, you're right. Man, you're good at that. She's so close to it, though. It's Dikembe. Oh, very well. Dikembe. That one's too easy. Um, very important too. Um, um, I would love to hear him talking about cookies and just making that sound. It seems like that should have already happened, right? Somebody should have asked Akembe Matumbo about cookies. And if it has happened, I've never heard that audio. It has to have happened, at least in the beginning. He's everyone's been on Sesame Street. Ice Cube has been on Sesame Street. I mean, I, yeah, I know, uh, but I've never. Has it happened? Do you have evidence of that? P- uh, PBS has evidence of that. We need to find it. You um, got. Um. That's um, Cookie Monster. Yeah, yes, I can do this all day. <laughs> cookie Monster. Some people compare me to the Cookie Monster. The cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. The cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster, Cookie Monster. Somebody made a remix. C for Cookie, C for Cookie. Do do that. Cookie Monster, Cookie Monster. Of course there is. Cookie Monster. Why cookie wouldn't I have known that was out there? Cookie Monster, Cookie Monster. Do do that. C for Cookie, C for Cookie. Ah. Cookie Monster, Cookie Monster. It's got a nice beat, and you can dance to it. Well, congratulations to Dikembe for being inducted into the Hall of Fame. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Today on the Woody and Wilcox Show. Nothing. Mm, not really true. We learned that a man has uh, quit his uh, job as a full-time employee at a hospital so that he could devote his life to obtaining the world record for taking the most selfies in an hour. That's true. It's nice to see somebody with priorities, isn't it? We found out that apparently it's been a slow news month or so as a TV station in Norfolk, Virginia interviewed a couple that was caught having sex in the middle of the day in a parking lot. One of the best parts about that, and by the way, the video op, you can certainly feel free to comb over it yourself on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page or the Twitter at Woody and Wilcox. But the reporter asked the couple if they thought they would... After now getting arrested and being uh, sort of publicly humiliated on TV, if they'd ever go through the sex in public again. Is something like this going to happen again? No. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That is the most honest man. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I would like it to. We found out that uh, we're getting farther and farther along as a society. Technology is helping us. Uh, apparently, Whitney Houston's sister has announced that she will do an entire tour. Whitney will as a hologram now that she's passed away. And in that discussion, we also, and from our lips to uh, God's ears, uh, we're wondering if the Colonel, Colonel Sanders, might come back as a hologram as well and perhaps show up at all the KFCs and lick your fingers. But that's that's just rumor. That's not at all. The right. Whitney Houston thing apparently may be happening. The Colonel thing, not yet. Fingers crossed. With football here, we celebrated the first full weekend of NFL and college, and then 
celebrated tailgating with a uh, piece of audio that you can actually see the video with up on the uh, Facebook page as well of a Buffalo Bills fan doing the dizzy bat in the uh, parking lot of the stadium and then falling down and slamming his head into the back of a bus. Here's that audio. Chelsea pointed out when we talked about that, there's two dudes that just immediately turn 180 degrees and walk away. I mean, it is violent. It is a violent falling down into the back of a truck. (laughs) That's his head. That's his forehead (laughs) making that noise on the back of a vehicle. (laughs) It really is. It'll make you feel better about how your Monday's going, I promise you. Right. We found out that uh, no matter how bad you have to whiz when you're on a flight, don't just stand up and go between the two seats in front of you and then fall over backwards and, as the police report states it, form a fountain. Nine times out of ten, that's going to get you arrested. Anything else you missed, you can find it on the podcast after the show. Enjoy some Monday Night Football tonight. At Woody and Wilcox on Twitter before we uh, hang her up. Intern Dave, you have any thoughts about how today's show is uh, played out for you? Uh, another great show, guys. Thanks, man. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't... Uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't. Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not, not, uh, not important at all. The Woody and Wilcox Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.